section fourteen of talks about flowers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox recording by kathleen talks about flowers by mary decker welcome a talk about gladiolus posthumous glories angel-like collection upraised from seed or bulb interred in earth ye are to me a type of resurrection and second birth it was my intention to devote this entire article to ornamental foliage plants but i think i will have a prelude and my prelude may have no more connection with my talk proper than mr cook's preludes do with his lecture proper and i think that frequently the first is the most interesting and important from the fact that in the published reports much more space is afforded to the prelude than the lecture i opine that others are of the same opinion the topic of the hour whatever may be the question just then stirring the public mind is usually chosen as the preface the topic of the hour to-day has been a bit of a sermon from the text and to every seed its own body and the lesson embodied was that of faith the preaching came from a package of gladiolus bulbs just received and it run on this wise here are these dry bulbs separately wrapped and labelled they look alike in colour and very nearly alike in form some are rather cone-shaped than others one is larger and more flat but there is nothing in form nor size to show that they will not develop precisely the same form and colour of flower i know that they will all reveal the leaf habit of growth bud in bloom that distinguishes this species of plant from all others because i know that these are gladiolus bulbs and every seed hath its own body a gladiolus bulb never yet produced a dahlia a tigridia or shell flower bulb though greatly resembling some gladiolus bulbs and its form of leaf is very similar yet it never produces a bud nor blossom like the gladiolus the tigridia hath its own body peculiarly and exclusively its own i have spoken thus far of demonstrated facts facts that have become to me a matter of personal knowledge but now comes the lesson of faith i find each bulb bears a different name i take my catalogue and read the description against the name on each label thus i am told what colours pertain to each bulb enclosed shut up beyond my ken do i have any doubts respecting these descriptions that the distinguishing characteristics of each sort before me will fail to correspond here is lord byron and lord raglan how do i know that the former will be a brilliant scarlet stained and ribboned with pure white while the latter will have salmon-coloured blossoms spotted with scarlet and blotched with dark garnet i do not know this for i have never seen it demonstrated but i have an assured faith that in due time i shall behold those flowers true to their assigned colours and if there should be a failure i should attribute it to the mistake of the labeller but why should these brown bulbs so alike to outward view bear flowers so widely differing in hues why should cleopatra have a large flower of soft lilac tinged with violet and a purple feathered blotch while meteor is dark red with pure white stain why should nestor be yellow striped with red and addison dark amaranth with white stripes vainly would i seek by dissection to phantom the mystery of these hidden diversified 
markings but he who created this plant of wondrous beauty gave to each seed its own body and thus we can plant in faith yea in full assurance of faith that in due time our eyes will behold all those varied tints now secreted in these bulbs before us our seed sowing is all the work of faith and hope looks beyond with bright anticipations of the summer and autumn harvest the gladiolus is very easily cultured and i have far better success in keeping the bulbs through the winter than i have with the dahlia the tubers of the dahlia easily rot on account of the dampness of the cellar though carefully dried and packed in sand but the gladiolus bulbs without any special care come out in fine condition i like to add a few new ones to my old standard stock so as to have a variety of colors for few flowers make such a grand display in the flower garden and the spikes of bloom are admirable for bouquets as the buds will unfold day after day for a long time the lower flowers on the stalk can be removed as they fade the flowers are very fine also for saucer or shoal dish bouquets i have a special liking for these fill the shallow dish with water or sand i prefer the latter kept constantly wet then arrange tastefully short-stemmed flowers till they are a mass of bloom i first make a green border of geranium leaves or some trailing vine different shades of gladiolus flowers picked from the stalk are very effective to set off the flowers not so striking where the season for outdoor culture is short as it is here in maine it is best to get the bulb started in the house some do this by simply placing them in a sunny window without covering i always plant mine in a box the gladiolus can be raised from seed but they are of slow growth and one has to wait till the third summer usually for their flowering it is far better to purchase the bulbs then they bloom the first season and except some of the rare sorts multiply rapidly although novelties and some rare sorts are very expensive one dollar and fifty two dollar and three dollar for a single bulb yet very fine bulbs of choice colors can be obtained for that price per dozen in reply to the question what are the names of six of your finest gladiolus not very expensive the reply is calypso cleopatra agatha el dorado james carter and lord byron these six cost but little more than one dollar of those more expensive the following are very desirable addison eugene scribe eton yard la france Meyerbeer, and rosini these cost a little less than three dollars unnamed bulbs a good variety can be bought for one dollar per dozen of reliable florists of the new varieties sent out the present season for the first time are the following raised during the past year by m souchet m leomine and other french growers who have for years made the improvement of the gladiolus a special study they are said to be superior to any gladiolus hitherto introduced Orois, Bremontier, chameleon corinne delilah eclair gulliver hermione lesseps tolma victor jacquemont the descriptions represent them as superb and they ought to be at the price named four dollars per bulb some of us will have to wait till their novelty is worn off new hybrid gladiolus limoigna and marie lumoine 
these two varieties are hybrids of gladiolus purpureo auratus and are of the old garden varieties of gandavensis and are now offered for the first time in form they approach the old gladiolus by paratus the colors being creamy ground with distinct markings of crimson maroon with lemon and salmon colored cloudings they have proved quite hardy and may be left out of doors from year to year mr henry cannell of swanley england a florist of world-wide reputation says of those hardy hybrids it is considered both by professionals and the trade that m leomine's greatest victory was in crossing gladiolus purpureo auratus and gandavensis two distinct species and at the time they were awarded first-class certificates it was thought by many that some higher and substantial recognition ought to have been made for introducing a perfectly hardy constitution into our glorious garden gladiolus and saving the trouble of housing them from frost every season gladiolus purpureo auratus this is a new species from natal quite distinct from the common species of gladiolus and very attractive on a slender bending stem which rises to the height of three or four feet are borne from eight to twelve nodding flowers somewhat bell-shaped in form and yellow in color with broad purple stripes on the lower divisions within its bulbs are small and at the end of long runners numerous offsets are produced which are more certain to flower the succeeding season than are the old bulbs gladiolus gandavensis this ancient type is a very ordinary flower and it seems almost incredible that such superb varieties should have been produced therefrom by cross fertilization in the hands of the french florists it has attained to the superior position it occupies to-day more than forty years ago m suchet head gardener at the chateau of fontainebleau first called attention to this flower and began its improvement and although some few other french florists such as messieurs courant berger rumoine verdier and others followed his example yet nearly all of the varieties now in commerce in france are of the raising of that now venerable and respected private citizen his successors messieurs souliard and brunelette supply the great french houses of paris by whom the bulbs are forwarded to all parts of the world about thirty years ago mr kelway of longport in somersetshire began his culture and hybridizing of the flower and has built up an immense business he devotes fifteen acres to gladiolus exclusively and the number of seedlings annually raised is two hundred thousand in eighteen seventy nine to eighty mr kelway exhibited eighteen named seedlings which were severally awarded first-class certificates as possessing striking original characteristics of our own eminently successful growers messrs hollock and thorpe of queens new york take the lead they devote over seven acres to gladiolus and raise thousands of seedlings mode of culture for diversity of color and general effect either in masses or in beds of three or four rows placing the bulbs one foot apart and three inches deep mix a liberal supply of well-rotted manure with the soil and if clayey use sand as soon as the plants are sufficiently tall stake them and mulch with dressing End of section fourteen.